Well, this is different. You know, is it really? Because yeah. we've done so many weird times of recording that it's not. <laughs> is this the latest that we've recorded an episode? Or is it the earliest? <laughs> I see what I did there. <laughs> um, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And it is currently a frosty 12.50 a.m. So you might be thinking, what the honest fuck are you doing? Drinking coffee. That's what that sip was. Yeah. And recording a podcast on a frosty, what is today, Tuesday? Uh, it's technically Wednesday now. Yeah. What Morning. are we doing? Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so there's this like really cool thing called depression and she is very great. We love her. Just kidding. Actually, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I can't even tell you what is happening. I'm not going to say it's seasonal. I'm not going to say it has anything to do with the fact that we just solstice the fall. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I truly don't know what brought this on, but I have been struggling the last, like, I'm going to say at least month, especially the last few weeks. It's probably extends further past that uh, as an observer. I don't, you, I don't know. I'm, it's just been really bad lately. Yeah. And... If you have depression, you know that she really loves to mess with your sleep schedule, which is what's been happening to me. So I'm doing the classic, I feel very motivated, having a turn of tides kind of (laughs) feeling right now, where I do the pretty manic thing where I pull an all-nighter in a desperate attempt to fix my sleep schedule that depression is fucked up. Will it work? We don't know. Uh, yeah, put those uh, positive vibes out there. It'll work. <laughs> that totally works. Um, I'm along for the ride. <laughs> he's just here. Um, I just figured, like, I was feeling pretty energetic because I had, like, a very lethargic day. And then I was feeling energetic at night, which is what keeps happening. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, it's kind of like giving me anxiety that we have to do the podcast tomorrow. And I'm not sure how I'm going to be feeling tomorrow kind of a vibe. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, let's just do it now. And then that led into, let's just stay up all night, reset, go to bed early, hopefully be revitalized on Thursday. Let's all pray. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. That's what I mean, it, that's, that, my, that's, that's the, my fucking goal. That's the tea. Because, like, let's be real. Uh, this is the absolute worst fucking time of the year for me to be uh, very um, depressed because <laughs> I am so busy. And luckily, I'm still getting shit done. It just might not be at the uh, best hours of the day. <laughs> I also don't know if it's coming across like we're kind of talking like in more, more hushed more hushed tones. It's not to give the sensual vibe to the podcast, although, hello. Ew, um, <laughs> stop. Uh, it's just because I don't know what our neighbors can hear. I mean, if we talk at our normal volume and they hear that, I feel sorry for them. Well, I don't hear them when they talk at the normal volume. I only hear their radio. Yeah, so honestly, we are being respectful of our neighbors who are absolutely not respectful, but... I don't like conflict. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I'm not a bench. Like, I just can't. Yeah. Um, I get freaked out when, like, Chris will do something at, like, 8 p.m. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's, it's too <laughs> late. And you're like, literally, when is the 10? It's 10. I think. I just think it's For weird. when you're supposed to be quiet. I just think anything past 8 is, like, please, on a weeknight. 
Okay? Yeah. Just, it's just kind of like, please chill, you know? Are we old? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> it's nice because we actually don't have downstairs neighbors, so I don't feel guilty anymore when the cats run around the apartment a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, there's nobody living below us, so... Also, I never hear our upstairs neighbors. Don't... Don't... Yeah, knock on wood. I don't no, want to start. Door. But, like, you know, people are very picky about, like, not having people live above them. And I know that, obviously, depends on building to building. Like, there's yeah. been buildings where I'm sure that's been very... Oh, my God. Like, our first apartment. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That was actually terrible. <laughs> but in this building... And in our last building, we were on the top floor, so it didn't apply. But in this building, I don't know, must be thick. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't hear anyone above this, us ever. This is an old building, so it definitely has thicker walls. Back when they used to build shit the good way. Yeah. With the, <laughs> that gray with, stuff. With asbestos and lead paint, because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's what's going on here? Absolutely. That's Probably. what's happening to us right now maybe that's what's going on maybe it's just all that lead paint it's just finally getting to me yeah you know we've been in here for like three years (laughs) has has it been it'll be in february february yeah. three years wow that's the longest we've ever lived in a place i know it's wild and i mean we've moved into multiple apartments in that time (laughs) yes but to have one street address pretty lit yeah i get you i feel good about that honestly so, all right, coffee. Um, Just the bare bones, basic bunch. Yeah, it's Whole Foods. Um, it's like Pacific something. Uh, it's a new one that we're trying out. It's great. You know, it's fantastic. I, I have genuinely not noticed a difference. Listen, between I, our morning I like I like getting Whole Foods coffee because they give you a giant ass bag of it. Yeah. For like not that much, so. That's the one thing that's not overpriced at Whole Foods is their owned coffee. It's my that's... recommendation. That's my coffee fact is that their coffee's cheap, and that's why we drink it a lot. Yeah. And plus, we are closest to a Whole Foods. And yeah. <laughs> that's store. the closest grocery store. So, yeah. That's city living, folks. Um... So, it, you said it. it's fall. Oh, yeah. So, that officially happened. It's not it just happened. like, yes. I've literally been saying it's fall since August. So. Yeah, I know. But as soon as September hits, I'm like, I always I always get thrown off that like September is technically mostly summer. Mm-hmm. I usually just am not associating it with that. Yeah. So, then when it finally hits, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, it is actually fall. Like, and, not to be that bitch, but as soon as Starbucks starts talking, I'm like, okay, yeah, the season has changed. Uh, and so, like, the leaves have definitely started to change in Seattle. It's been like that for a while. Okay, like, I say this literally. We've been living here for over four years now. It was four years this summer. I say this every fucking year. I am always shocked at how quickly it becomes fall in Seattle. It's like one day it's hot as, not hot as fuck, hot as fuck for Pacific Northwest. Okay. 80-ish degrees, 85 at most, whatever. Um, It'll be hot, sunny, beautiful, whatever, if you're into that. And then literally it's like, hello, it's the fall solstice. And then the next day, immediately overcast, rain, leaves are falling, changing colors, bitch. It is awesome. I know. It's so quick. There's no like waiting period like the East Coast where it's like, oh, here's a taste. Oh, and then she's back to summer. Oh, 
and then a little bit of fall and your allergies are like please fucking kill me for like the past like week or so it's been like in the mid to low 60s and i have been loving that so much and then my nipples have never been more perky like i love it (laughs) when i'm frozen and then i have to use rachel's as warming my fingers when i come back home (laughs) i also really love when i'm sleeping and you come home and that happens yeah absolutely so then like i actually got a little sad when i saw like temperatures that were going above 70 and i was like fuck i know this week's supposed to be like warm i'm kind of annoyed because we just went and we got some fall clothes (laughs) and so i was like hey yeah because we have gotten rid of like we, I don't know, whatever we did when we last moved, I, I don't honestly, I feel like we blacked out because we've moved so much. We were like, okay, we're just getting rid of everything. We're donating everything. We got rid of so much shit. I've never donated so much shit in my life. And like, I was looking in her closet. I was like, I have like a few winter sweaters, nothing for like this middle temperature. I've like, besides jackets, I had like nothing to wear underneath the jackets. Yeah. So I got some new shirts. Felt pretty good about it. I finally got a pair of black Chelsea boots, which I've been looking for for like six months, and that felt nice. Yeah, that felt real good. And we got yeah an exciting purchase of the spray to waterproof all of our shoes. Oh yeah, Restolium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll do. we'll report back. This is really riveting stuff, guys. I know, but like, okay, so if y'all remember, maybe you know, maybe I'm the only one that's up on the waterproofing trends, but. I mean, there was like this viral video of like this person who made this product where it's hydrophobic or whatever, which like yeah. honestly me. Um, <laughs> Are you kidding? You're the least hydro. Well, mm, I'm a hydro fascinated <laughs> slash phobic. Yeah, it's just a it's a weird place to live. Yeah, it's the uh, ambivert of the sea. What if you covered yourself in this stuff and then you went into the ocean? Would the ocean just part? Like, oh my god, what if that's what Wait, Moses honestly, did? like, I said that as a joke, but now I'm kind of curious. Like, what if you just sprayed your entire body with that never wet shit, and then you went into the ocean? Like, what would happen? What would happen? I literally, I think, <laughs> honestly, that's what happened with Moses. I'm pretty sure he just had some rustoleum never wet, and he was like, yo, bitch, I've figured it out. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, so there was like this video. It might have been on Twitter, might have been YouTube. Honestly, I don't remember. Um, And it was just like this dude that made this product, and everything just rolled off of it, like water. He dipped it in like fucking muddy water, and it just rolled off, and it was super cool. And I was like, this is great. I think Rustoleum bought it because they're calling it the same shit, and it does the same shit. So I'm like, how much money did Rustoleum pay? I don't know. Conspiracy. I, this is so fascinating. To big me. rust. For no, yeah, the big rust companies are coming. <laughs> big aerosol spray. I, just, I thought I heard something, but it wasn't anything. Okay. Goddamn. I'm just kidding. Okay, this is the paranormal part of this show where the ghosts come out. <laughs> this is a good. What if we waited until three, whatever? There's like some time in the night after 3 a.m. where like shit gets wild and they play that one song from Grey's Anatomy. You know what I'm talking about? No. I'm just kidding. I forget. I'm making this up as I go. Anyway, we bought waterproofing shit, and I'm pretty excited <laughs> about it. I got so many shoes that I can't wait to fucking never wet, you know? Also, never wet. Me when... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> never mind. Please stop. <laughs> was, your head. I don't even know where I was going to go, but you guys know where I was trying to go, if you will. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it's fall, bitch. And let me tell you, uh, I had 
quite I had an important day of being depressed and <laughs> and one of the things I did to cheer myself up which was also productive because I needed to already go to this place was I went to fucking Michael's which by the way Michael if you are listening who are you and how can I thank you for being an absolute you know like in Bed Bath and Beyond how there's the beyond section yeah. and you think that there's like something wild going on I feel like I'm entering the beyond when I go to Michael's like you know the stage of like enlightenment that you can reach that's me when i fucking go through those automatic doors of yeah. michael's and i see those red carts who is michael i want to know i should be we should well, i mean it's a simple wikipedia search to find out who michael is but you know that's what we'll do for next the, episode the mystery will just be unsolved i have no idea unless michael <laughs> is listening which would be lit honestly so there is a brand new michaels guys this is the most exciting thing that's ever happened it's in seattle like we had to travel to like SeaTac or bellevue which if you know the area is like far enough when you live in like the center of seattle with no car (laughs) and so now this is very dangerous because i mean it's cool to just literally go there and i'm literally a nine minute drive away from my favorite store they have like great decor items for all the holidays it's also huge like the biggest michaels i've ever been to and it was so because it's brand new it was like so well organized i've never seen okay the polymer clay aisle in michaels is always ravaged what ravaged ravaged What's the word I'm looking for? Ravaged. Squeezy just came out from underneath the bed. I lost all <laughs> cognitive function. Like, Ravaged. You get me. There's never anything in stock except for like the one olive green color, which by the way, rude. It's a good color. <laughs> there I've there were literally not a single empty slot of Palmer Clay across all brands. And I honestly, that was me being the opposite of never wet. Yeah. I was perpetual <laughs> wet seeing that. Yeah. Holy they shit. had like I like Michaels is just so great because they have like they have all the shit that you need for your store. Yeah, I get a lot of my art supplies and for so, the polymer clay aspect from Michaels. It's like really nice to just have that nearby, and also they just have fun crafts. They have fun decor. Their shit was hella on sale, even though it's like the middle of fall, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, bitch, fifty percent off all of our fall shit." And I was like, "Hell yeah!" Man. All fall decor and all Halloween decor were on sale, and that's it's what they, they just began. And it was good decor, just, and yeah, it was cute as shit. And also, they're a cool. This is not sponsored. Holy fuck! If they sponsored, if I could ever be sponsored by them, I would once again be the opposite of never wet. <laughs> um, they let you use coupons on fucking discounts. Spent like an hour and a half just walking around every aisle because it was like, there was nobody there yet because it, it must have literally just opened because they still had signs that were like, now hey, open. bitch, there's a Michaels down this road. Like, you didn't know, but it's here. Because like, we were planning on going anyway because I needed to get um, stuff to stage my Halloween and fall product launches. Like, I have like little props that I put in my photos for the listings. Which is going live first part of it on october 1st thank you for promoting that yeah shoprwd.com <laughs> yeah, i don't have a time yet but we'll figure it it'll out. be on the first it's probably gonna be in the, the first time there's prints coming to your store i know which i'll get into because i'm excited about yeah that. but i needed to get like some props essentially like i wanted some like fake fall leaves and like some plastic spiders for like the halloween shit and like that like spider web material that 
is also yeah. the snow material. Like it's timeless. Probably, love that. you know. <laughs> um, you get me. So I was going there for that. That shit was all on fucking sale, which was fucking great. And then we also half used the stuff to decorate our apartment because we haven't decorated for fall, even though like- Oh yeah, all that shit that you see staged in the photos on your shop is like also just decor. <laughs> yeah, like most of it is just, most of it is just like everything that we already have. <laughs> I'm struggling. Um, but yeah, it was great. Holy shit, great time. And it was a brand new fucking store. And I It had smelled a, new. It, just, it smelled real nice. I finally ordered prints, which is really exciting. Store yes, update the next me. big addition to the storefront because, you know, you've had like all these original watercolors and it's just like, they're mm-hmm. really awesome and beautiful. It's just that like... Not everyone can afford. Not everyone can afford. And also like you obviously can't like put it out as many because you have to handcraft each one you know so like i think this is just a really awesome way for people to get their hands on some art for cheap that looks really fucking cute and like also a good way to keep my store like looking like it has a lot of stock because a lot of the original stuff especially the polymer clay just usually sells pretty quickly within like the first few days so not to like brag but i mean i'm pretty into that obviously (laughs) yeah yeah, it does suck because then i'm like okay there's like some some fucking christmas ornaments left and like (laughs) phone backgrounds and plus for me like i i art is a luxury and art is definitely like not a necessity i understand but like i i as hard as it is for me to like price my own work especially like my original work like I don't know it's important for me to have shit on my store that like is super cheap so that people can afford it and so like that was like a lot of the reason why you know you wanted to get into phone backgrounds just because it's like a really like chill way for anybody to like you know make a purchase on the store and it's 99 cents yeah i I love those i think they're like they're a staple and i want to keep i'm having four new ones going up on the first they're all fall and halloween themed and i'm pretty excited about it yes yeah but like i did i ordered two prints um one is this witch print that i've been working on for like months (laughs) i don't know why it took me that long but i had some issues editing it whatever and let's just say photoshop is one hell of a tool (laughs) she is a, a beast that I have yet to conquer. I just want to know, anybody work at Adobe out there and can please explain to me why every Adobe product, not just Photoshop, is like the worst optimized program just, ever. Every time I use it, there's a new bug yeah. that I have to work around. Yeah. The latest one is using the rectangle tool. It just like does not want to work. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even doing anything differently than I've done for a year. I don't understand. But um, anyway, so you have the witch print. Yeah. And then I have just like a pumpkin one, but I'm going to be doing more. And a lot of the things that are already foam backgrounds are going to turn into prints as well. So like if there's been something that you're like, this is a cute foam background, but like I want to put it on my wall, that'll be yeah. happening. And then also just like more stuff. So the prints are going to be, it's $10 for a eight and a half by 11, which is like standard computer size paper, yes. but it's not being printed on computer paper. It's being printed on nice fucking cardstock card stock that's like heavy and like will be, feel like nice Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then um, five by sevens are seven dollars. Yes. So the price of a bookmark actually ish. Yeah, it's a, a little like, bit cheaper. Yeah, actually. A little bit cheaper. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then the bookmarks are still like cheap and like under ten dollars, and you know, 
the phone background. So, yeah, so that's what I'm trying to do. And the biggest, so the prints are like a pretty big deal for me. But also another thing, I love how this is like a shop update. But like, yeah, who cares? I don't care. Um, we clearly don't have that much to talk about. This <laughs> um, she's just been in bed. Not really. <laughs> but you get me. Uh, stickers. So I already have them available in Society6. But we all know Society6, you make like barely anything off of your shit. Yeah. Um, I wanted to and be. And plus you want to have like more control in the. Like design process design yeah yeah because like on society six it's like you literally just have one sticker and you upload a photo and then that's like yeah yeah so i want to make little sticker sets especially for all you planner people out there especially like bullet journal ass people i don't do those things but i hear that a lot of people fucking do and y'all love stickers stickers are just cute decorate your fucking laptop i don't know like (laughs) i like stickers bitch (laughs) i use them so i wanted to make like cute little sets like I want to do the witch print, but, like, all the individual little elements from that as a sticker set. Yeah. You know, like, sets of, like, different plant set, you know, things like that. Like, stuff that I already make, um, but, like, in little sticker sets. So, I'm investing. My big Black Friday purchase that I've already planned to invest in my store is a Cricut machine, which I'm literally, like, so excited at. <laughs> like, I was staring at them in Michael's today, just like, <laughs> slowly like stroking we were, we were like we were not expecting to see her and then like we turned the corner and there was a gasp heard from rachel i know and i had a 25 percent <laughs> off coupon and i was like holy shit i should do this but i was like okay i need to chill out because i wasn't planning on buying that today and we still haven't been paid by some of our advertisers <laughs> um please pay us um <laughs> but that's something that I'm investing in in the store, and then I'm gonna have like stickers, probably singles and sheets yeah. of like little sets, and I'm fucking excited. They're gonna be so cute. I already have like eight billion ideas, so I'm gonna have a lot of things happen. There's a lot of new types of things coming to your store, like in this like ending quarter of the year. You got the prints, you got stickers, and then we're having later. the subscription service. Yeah, subscription service launching later as well. Yeah, that'll be like November that'll launch. So yeah, lots of new shit. I'm like, that's the thing. Like depression, man. Like normally, if, like I was doing a job that I didn't like, I would be having a lot of trouble doing that job. And while well, I'm still having trouble getting my work done right now because I am so fucking exhausted from my brain being an asshole. I'm still getting shit done, and I'm still genuinely excited because I actually love what I'm doing, which is lit. So, at least there's that. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's the, all the victories, you know? Thank God I started say. so fucking early on the fall shit because, I'm not going to lie, I have gotten a little bit behind schedule this week, which has been annoying, but whatever. Yeah. I'm going to get a lot of shit done today because I am uh, <laughs> not sleeping. <laughs> so, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm... This is, like, crunch time for, like, most retailers, yeah. you know? Absolutely. So this quarter is absolutely one that's like, kind of exciting. Maybe I'll kick myself later, but it's kind of what? exciting. I don't know, right now. What? That it's, like... That it's, like, crunch time? <laughs> like, it's fun. Speaking of crunch, let's talk about Telltale dying. Yeah, um, I literally... I was going to use that transition because it works perfectly. Um, so... I don't know how much you guys uh, pay attention to the video gaming news, but you, we hear we talk a lot about Telltale games, um, the Walking Dead game. That's uh, pretty much our favorite one. Yeah, one of our favorite games of all time. Like yeah, one true. of our favorite stories. Uh, and 
right now the final season of that i'm pretty sure we talked about this oh hell yeah we hyped this from e3 and everything yeah it's currently in the middle of being released or is it we'll get to that in a second but essentially so telltale uh huge games company huge games company but has been in some very like bad financial spots for a while now and like, also like work environment situations yeah, like last year they had a big layoff of i don't know how many people it was like 70 people or something like that and uh it was just because of they were losing a lot of money and then there was this article that came out that was basically talking about the old ceo of the company was really fucking terrible like in the way that he treated the employees and like he had this like idea of like what he wanted for the company and and anybody that said anything differently was like wrong and stuff and like he ended up like putting that company in the bad financial spot that it was in and like in case you were wondering like one of the things that they do is like clearly they have the walking dead as a title that they can't just like do you know what i mean like you have to get the rights to using that like anything and so they have a game of thrones game they have minecraft they have they were doing a stranger things game they have batman batman borderlands which is another game (laughs) yeah but they still have to get like so essentially what they do is they like they get these big they have to buy they have to buy the rights to use like these licensed properties yes. from all of these other places, which like is cool. Oh yeah, they did Guardians of the Galaxy too. And Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. So it's like cool in a way. The Wolf Among Us also based on the Fables comics, like yeah. So they have like all these different things, and it's cool because it's like, hey, here's another medium in which you can experience like all these favorite worlds that yeah. you know, and it's awesome. And like some of them, I thought was like really cool ideas. Like I, I enjoyed the Minecraft game. Like I really did. I thought it was like it seemed stupid, but like it was a. I liked the story. I really enjoyed it's, it. It's kind of smart. Like they took a game that has no story. That's just like creative it kind was, of it building. Was cute. And like, then they made a story it was, out of it. It was one that was more intended for kids, but like it was really cute and I really enjoyed it. And so then like, and like it, the walking dead, the game is a better story than the show. So they do this thing where like they went along this path where they did the walking dead. The first season exploded, made the company like huge. Nobody knew about it. Like before that, like it was not really that big. And mm-hmm. so then after that, they started like doing like, so many games like they tried to push out like so many and and they also kind of like revolutionized the genre of gaming where it's like decision-based choice-based narrative like games you guys where it's saw, storytelling. um like life is strange we talk about that all the time same type of game and we if you watched us play until dawn on stream or heard about us talk about detroit the game like all those are everybody credits telltale to like kind of making that genre of gaming which like did exist before them like it's not like they were the first ones but like like, they brought it mainstream yeah they made it popular and like then there's people that are saying that like the reason why the company died was because you know people don't want to play storytelling games or whatever because it's like okay you could just watch like a streamer and then you don't have to buy it i don't think that's true because i think a lot of people especially games outside of i don't know i just i think so i don't know if that's true or not but i don't know the specs obviously basically like the game or the studio closed and we'll get to that in a second but like um the 
thing to get to what you said, like the a lot of people were saying that like, you know, Telltale brought this type of game to the mainstream, you know, the story based thing, the choices you make will influence things later on in the story. But then, like, pretty much everybody else that decided to go into that did it better. Yeah, because that's the thing Life with Telltale. Is, Life is Strange is kind of in the same boat where, like, you make decisions and they don't really do that much to, like, the story. And But then, like, Until Dawn and Detroit, like, you literally have, like, so many different scenes and endings and things like that that you would not see mm-hmm. if you did something different Main characters living or dying yeah big, so like big choices so there was like a lot of factors where they were very badly managed they had like bought like too many licenses for what they could do they were burning out their employees people were very underpaid very underpaid the work environment was very toxic like that crunch environment that i fucking hate. yeah there was their games don't even like they could have raised the price of their games but they didn't which like as a consumer cool great but like also their games were a lot cheaper than like a regular game so there's just like all these factors that go in uh that ceo that i mentioned he left the company and then sued the company and he's in the middle of suing the company um and then now they had brought in a guy that used to run shit at zynga and if you don't know what zynga is they're the ones that make all those phone apps that were like very popular in like 2013 right (laughs) or was it farmville they did drawful wait i'm not (sighs) saying not drawful but like you know the game draw something yeah that game all those games yeah so like he Which are like cash grabbing fucking. He left games. there and he came in and he was the one that did like the initial like you know cutting of some staff last year because like they just like they had to do some stuff to keep the company afloat and so then like they promised like oh we're gonna change the way that we're running this company we were buying too many licenses we need to slow down we need to work on things we need to release a new engine for our games because that's something people were complained about for like years because the games run really badly yeah like they're laggy as fuck and so the walking dead the one that we're playing right now is the final season it's like the end of this character that we raised from literal being like a child and they were like, okay, this is the last game that you're going to see on this engine, which, like, in my opinion, really sucked because it's been kind of laggy and glitchy. And, like, I kind of wanted that final game to, like, be on an engine that's good. But, but like, be whatever. this final season to be, like, the debut of the new engine. Like, yeah, like, considering their, that was, like, the debut of the first engine, you know? So, yeah, they, they seemed like they were on a really good path. The, the hyping they were doing for the final season of The Walking Dead was great. They, like, really... They like, hyped the shit they, out They of trimmed it. a lot of stuff. They were working on The Wolf Among Us 2, which is, like, their second most popular series after The Walking Dead. And that like, came out a while ago, and they out. finally announced that and they were that doing a sequel. that game was amazing. That was so so good and then they were working with netflix on a few things they're working with netflix on a minecraft tv show and which is wild and then the stranger things game which yeah. they had and so then like it seemed like they were doing great and then just out of the fucking blue last week on friday they said they had a staff meeting and they said like everybody except for like 25 employees is fired immediately they laid off 250 people they laid off 250 people the studio is not closed yet but it's essentially closing they saved these 25 people to wrap things up that they needed to for like legal obligations and then these employees they got cut no severance they had 30 minutes 
to get their shit and leave and like some of these people have been working there for like three and a half years and they had to get all their shit from like their desk that they've been living at for that long in 30 minutes no severance they all live in the fucking bay area they which only is like had, so fucking expensive they only had health coverage to the end of september like it was real- and this is like kind of i mean last week i mean it's pretty much like a week before all the bills are due. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's it's not. I mean, it's never a good timing to be laid off, Chris. Uh, yeah. Um, but that's like. I mean, we thought it was terrible. I mean, it still. I was. came back from vacation and I was like, "Hey, bitch, you got a week left, you and then week. you're out." These people had literally thirty minutes. Yeah. And so. And just like knowing how long it took me four months to be back in a job, like after that, yeah. Like, and it was that, like not, was like at the level of where you were before. Yeah, because I had some like part time. I, I did like temp work in there, and I was on unemployment, and like it was like the it, most stressful time of our like, lives. And just knowing like that 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 it, it the job application process we all know is just like fucking so painfully and slow. It, yeah. Like, so like this all happens, and we're in the middle like of The Walking Dead, the final season the game that made this company and they are like hey bitch we're shutting down doors closed everything is canceled we're done like the only thing that's not canceled is the thing that they're doing with netflix for minecraft which is like stranger things is done like is it canceled but like the minecraft thing is like we're both speculating it's because netflix Netflix is probably paying a lot they got big money and they could do big damage if like they didn't go through with it or something like that so the walking dead which is the game that really made them put them on the map and again one of our favorite stories of all time that we've been like (laughs) and now personally like let's be real like this game in terms of like me playing it and it not coming out literally so unimportant compared to everything that has happened yeah absolutely because like I'm, please I'm, make that clear like yeah the, and i what i feel especially bad for like not only there are these people being like laid off and like totally shaken up like the whole fucking thing that we just described but also like the people that have worked on that fucking game that like have been working on clem's story for the past like billion years and then for them to know that their project that they put their heart and soul into is not going to be finished i can't imagine how heartbroken they are especially um melissa hutchinson who's the voice voice actress for clem who is like so crazy talented holy shit like that woman literally played a fucking toddler with her voice up to like kind of a tween then a teen and then like whatever kind of like 20s and she played a whole bunch of other telltale characters as well in other series so talented yeah she did uh didn't she do katya too yeah she's i think so no um that 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 was sissy jones yeah Yeah. sorry i get them confused sometimes honestly first of all voice actors in general so fucking incredible what a crazy i listened to so many podcasts with voice actors just learning about their industry and it's the coolest shit ever i know i think it's just like such a unique there's some of my favorite actors to follow their careers because it's just like so wild but like for those people and the people that wrote all of the you know all of the storylines and the people that made all the art like i know that like we watched them we watched like a shitty like webcam video of whoever filmed them at like what was it new york comic-con or pax or something something like that and they were talking about like the art style for this game and like the settings and all these things and they were going super in depth and i was like so excited about it and like to think that like those things are not going to like be able to finish and especially like clem's storyline hanging in the balance like i just feel so bad for all the people that fucking worked on this shit like 
It, yeah, like the the situation, and then all the other games too, like the fucking Wolf Among Us. Apparently, they did stuff for. Oh yeah, and all like, these things they had planned. There was apparently leaked footage of the Stranger Things game. Like there was shit being done on all of these things, and like, and then of course they're not going to finish it. Like people, like okay, gamers are like literally begging the people to do it pro bono. They're like, just fucking finish the game in your own time. First of all, they're probably signed under contract that they, they can't, can't le- do it. They can't legally do that. They legally like, can't do it. Plus, you're really asking these people to work for free when they literally just got fire the most just to fulfill your 25 dollar fucking season yeah. pass like so and that is something too so the game the first episode came out we talked about it on this podcast a little bit the second episode was released today we haven't played it yet because i honestly like was not feeling okay to play it right now yeah so there's only two more episodes that are supposed to come out quote unquote like that was what was agreed upon that's what we paid for right yeah so now they're in the balance they're hanging in the balance right now because they had initially said that they were canceled that like they were initially being like they they're done even though they worked on them like they're not finished and they can't all the people that would work on it to finish it are fired so now that now they put out like this cryptic message being like there's a couple of interested parties that are looking to continue like putting out the final season of in some Dead. form though in some form so so we don't know what that means also pay the employees their severance before you even think about putting this out if it's in terms of like somebody's giving money to like finish this like, i know it's like what they should do is pay their employees severance <laughs> first and if possible, I think they should issue a refund to everyone that pre-ordered the game that paid for the season pass. Yeah. Because, you know, you're paying for four episodes, you're only getting two or whatever. And if they release it in, quote, some form where it's just, like, the all the cutscenes, not, like, you actually playing the game. Like, say they, like, upload it, like, almost like a TV show. It's like, okay, cool, I want to know the story. Like, duh. But, like, you're not getting the same experience that you paid the money for so like we should all be refunded but like i don't know how they're gonna do that and honestly that's not as important as paying their employees but like this is just so messy apparently they've taken down um they've taken down the season pass so like you, can't you can't buy, buy it anymore, anymore. And it says like temporarily unavailable so who's to say what the fuck's going so on so we have no idea what like nobody knows what's going on and but i was now- shocked there's a lawsuit from some of the employees saying like they violated the Warren Act, which is like something about like in California, like it's a nationwide thing, but then also like California passed something to like make it extra strict, and it's something about like giving employees proper notice before like like uh, letting them go, and yeah. so it's apparently like you need sixty days before. And so, like, if they win this, then, like, every employee has to be paid, like, 60 days worth of, like, pay. And so, the one thing that's, like, really fucking gross is that, like, this is is based off of, like, industry experts that, like, I follow that have talked about this. And one of the previous uh, founders of Telltale Games that no longer works there, talking about the Sioux, that, like, uh, they would have known about the situation for a while and basically they the studio was looking for different like funding opportunities from different places and then once they all fell through they immediately they just like had to shut it down and so like instead of like people notice like instead of doing the smart thing and like maybe laying off like a decent chunk which still sucks or cutting a project i don't know like cutting a project or like laying off like if you have to a sizable chunk of the company like 
but being able to give them severance and give them time like that's a more humane thing to do than this like literally like keeping it a secret that like this company could go under at any second and then the minute it does like chopping everybody this is just so messy like i'm really hoping that like Apparently, there's no real gaming unions, like game developer unions. Yeah, I'm like really there's hoping... voice actor unions. I'm surprised there's no dev, like dev. And like unions. the voice actor union, like they've gone on strike multiple times and they've gotten a lot of shit. That what I understand last time they went on strike, they actually won like the right to win a proceed of all the sales of the games that they voice acted, not just like a lump sum. Like, Duh. You know, so like they're the game. Like unions work and like. The game devs are notoriously, like, overworked, like, 60, 70-hour weeks, crunch time. I've been seeing so many former employees that are, like, you know, there were times where, like, I missed holidays, and I never took vacation, and I worked overtime for no extra money, and now I regret it all because the company didn't give a fuck about me. And, like... But, like, they were doing it because they were really passionate about the project that they were working on. And I just feel really terrible. And this uh, is the work environment that we're currently in That's what in the tech right community is like. Yeah. Now, not that that's a good thing or anything. No, absolutely. Um, but the thing that has been heartwarming is, like, seeing everybody online that has, like, they made, like, a massive list of, like, every available job in, like, video games in general. Yeah. And all of these other game developers are, like being like okay we're hiring this like give me this person and blah 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 so because it's not just devs it's writers and artists and like even the voice admi- actors, administrative obviously. assistants and there's like, so many hr people like it's so crazy people have been really rallying to like find all these jobs for all these people essentially because like i mean god there's a hashtag yeah like, it's been really great seeing them all come together like this it just really sucks that they had to do that yeah it does suck um, I was like wondering if like another big company would buy them, like EA or I don't know, like Ubisoft or like I don't know. Yeah, like it would be possible for like I I doubt that like any company wants to because they're like oh this company went under because they're in f- super financial like yeah, burden so like they don't see like the benefit in buying them. I don't know, but I just hope all of these people that are being displaced right now like find new jobs obviously and, and get then also justice. like kick ass. Like I want all of these people that wrote amazing stories to have to be working for developers that'll put their stories out that make their choices actually matter and then pay them well and treat them better and then they also pull out like awesome content and then yeah i don't know that's what i hope but, but it fucking just, sucks like, this has been like one of the wild i've never never seen i've this. never seen something like this and it, i have a feeling this is going to shake up like the whole video gaming industry in terms of like the workplace environment because this is just like Everybody was so startled. It's gonna by be like this. a cautionary tale, and like it's like how Hello Games was with like keeping people like on like they were the ones that made along. No Man's Sky. Yeah, like so, they talked about it for three years, and then also like what you saw was not what you got. So like kind of like managing like consumer hype. expectation and yeah. hype and game footage with Hello Games. That's gonna be their cautionary tale with Telltale. It's gonna be like the workplace environment and like yeah, just the layoffs. Like man. I was saying i remember when bioshock infinite came out i don't remember who developed that but like oh, that yeah. that development team as soon as bioshock infinite came out like the head of the studio was like they chopped the and all the employees to like 25 and they were like okay we're gonna take this company in a whole new direction we're gonna be like a new team after this we're gonna chop everybody like it wasn't like a no severance kind of situation or anything like but that like, essentially but like, all those people like, that worked on that they game. just finished 
a wildly successful game like that was a very popular game and then it was like okay bitch you're out of a job now we used you that's all we needed you for you're gone like and that's i thought that was the most fucked up i mean it's still fucked up and also like I've been seeing a lot too. Like Telltale's not the only one right now. There's also Capcom and yeah. and Big Fish also. Big Fish? Yeah, they Big Fish was today. They just had oh a God, pretty big layoff of like They're kinda like Steam vibes. Yeah, for a little like bit different. more like just computer flashy kind of games. Like Nancy yeah. Drew games I used to get yeah, from Big yeah. Fish. So Shit. I didn't even hear about that. There's just been a lot of big layoffs right now. People are saying it's like over like five hundred game dev employees are now unemployed in the past like two weeks so like it's just like it's really honestly i bet a lot of these people will strike out on their own and do indie stuff and then hopefully they get backed like you know how like a lot of these companies well that's the thing with telltale so telltale also like will take on indie devs and they make like their own games and then telltale's like publish them publishing them yeah and so they have games that are like supposed to come out like in october oh all those games the that whole publishing division i've read too is like also like gone and now these uh like i was reading the twitter of the game that's supposed to come out like the first week of october that underwater one yeah yeah i forget what it's called but like they were like that we're trying to figure out what's gonna happen essentially because people are gonna have to like crowdfund probably like it actually looked really good that game yeah so it's just like this shit like it was like it's just like a tale of like the worst management of a company ever and it is negatively affecting so many people all the employees all of the fans like that people that purchase the consumers like all these other companies that are depending on them to publish their games like it's just like really really horrible and we're all kind of just waiting now for pete the ceo to like fucking say something or do something but i don't really expect that (laughs) i fully my my in terms of the walking dead like once again like none of this I say it, it shouldn't matter to me personally. Like, I'm more upset for the people I, that worked yeah. on it. Like, yes, it is I hope upsetting. that it comes out for those people, but then I also don't want it to come out because, like, they're not even getting paid for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, It's you upsetting know, that this game that I like is in this situation. Yes, it does suck, but not nearly as much as, like, what these employees are going through right now. And I, I really do think really they're bad. just going to upload, like, a short film of, like, the rest of it. And you're not going to play it, which, like, obviously yeah. it should be up for free. Yeah, absolutely. but they would never do that. They'll probably put it behind a paywall. But I already paid. Oh for the no, no, no! Game. They would absolutely. They would probably somehow put it through like the game, you know, like where yeah. you have the game to get that. I don't fucking know, but either way, it fucking sucks. So I mean, we have Life is Strange two coming. Out. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, we're recording this technically on Wednesday, and it's coming out today. Yeah, so we have time to play some of it. Maybe we will yeah so we'll definitely have finished it probably by the next episode so we'll let you guys know how we feel about it as a sequel absolutely so you know that's something that we're going to be playing soon yeah so i'm excited about that yeah (laughs) and like fall tv's back bitch oh my god yeah Yeah. there's so much shit coming out right now guys and that's i'm getting overwhelmed with all the media i know and i have like too much shit to do so it's like i have to really be I don't know. Managing all this shit. It's a lot, which is, like, so stupid. I know. Whatever. It's really dumb. I don't know. I really enjoy my TV, though. <laughs> okay. 
So let's get into some quizzes and questions after a nice, you know, sponsor. Yeah. Today's podcast is brought to you by Falling, the clean beauty retailer that believes that no one should have to compromise their health for beauty. So Falling only has clean beauty products, which means that they have no toxins in them and they have to go through a rigorous like approval test to make sure that each product is safe, effective, and non-toxic. They're uncompromising, some might say relentless, in the quest to find the best products. And so they have a five-step approval process which is identifying researching testing validating and launching and they have a big restricted ingredients list um, because a lot of ingredients can be harmful for different reasons and your skin absorbs 60 percent of the things that you put on it which is wild by the way and the clean essentials kit which is what we actually got to test out ourselves is 100 percent non-toxic vegan and cruelty free and suitable for all skin types you can also take the skin quiz which if any product you try doesn't work for you they'll replace it with something that does which is awesome and they have free returns so so we got to try out the clean essentials kit which came in this really cute bag and it's just a bunch of like things that you would need for your everyday skincare routine so you've got like a moisturizer a toner a cleanser a face wipe and then also a hand soap and everything smells really good <laughs> first of all so then we first had the folane 100 toxic free hand and body dish counter dog delicates kid and everything soap so essentially it's like a soap you can use on literally everything and the bottle they have like refills so you can like have this bottle refilled which i thought was really cool then we've got the ursa major golden hour recovery cream which is just a really nice thick moisturizer we love to cure the dry skin if you will and then there's the oc ocean cleanser which we all know as your resident ocean bonch this was my shit and it cleaned my face pretty nicely if i do say so myself it smelled really good too and then we have the indie lee coke 10 toner which we all know i'm a slut for toner and made me feel nice and rejuvenated refreshed i'm gonna put it in the fridge we love that <laughs> And then the last thing was the Ursa Major 4-in-1 Essential Face Wipe with aloe and green tea. And that just made me feel nice and refreshed as well, which would be a good thing to do if you like, I don't know, worked out for a minute and you were just like, I don't feel like actually washing my face. Just put on some freaking face wipe. Yeah, like all these products work really well at cleaning and revitalizing our skin. And then it also just like felt nice knowing that there's no toxins in there. Like you can't tell that like, hey, I'm not putting toxins in my body right now, but like, you know, and it feels good. Like, yeah. And we love that it's cruelty free and vegan. And so if you guys want to check it out, you know, we have an offer for you for only $22, which is over 50% off to try the clean essentials kit today. You can go to falling.com slash CWC and use code CWC at checkout to get free shipping on that as well. So again, for $22 off, your clean essentials kit go to fallain f-o-l-l-a-i-n dot com slash cwc and then use code cwc at checkout to get free shipping on it as well which is honestly lit because these things are like really good sizes too like the freaking hand soap is already an ounce the other thing is a half ounce like these are just it's a yeah, good it's size really to good. try out your shit i highly recommend trying out this essentials kit today's episode of coffee with Rachel is also sponsored by better help if you've been listening to the show for a while you know that we both talk about our journeys in therapy and mental health quite frequently, so this is a perfect fit for our show. I'd say that it's a major factor in our show's discussion topics. True. <laughs> so BetterHelp is an online service for people that 
do not have access to seeing a therapist in person um, or don't want that for whatever reason. Maybe you're, you know, socially anxious and you don't like going face to face. You don't have transportation. It's not safe for you. It's not safe for you. Yeah. To see a therapist because you might be living in a situation that does not approve of being in therapy. So BetterHelp has licensed therapists and four different communication modes for you to be able to get the help that you need. You can text, chat, phone, and video message with a therapist. So there's all different types of communication for anyone and whatever your level of comfort is. And while BetterHelp is not a crisis line, you can start communicating with somebody in less than 24 hours. So I think it's really cool that there's a quick turnaround on that. And all the therapists on there are licensed therapists. So you are getting help from real therapists. I know personally a few friends of mine that have used BetterHelp because they didn't have access to any other therapy, mental health care, and they have spoken so highly of it. Financial aid is available, so it's really affordable for people that can't afford traditional health care, uh, mental health care that is, and it's professional and convenient and discreet, which is a thing that I think a lot of people can appreciate. Yeah, and so if you'd like to try it out, you can get seven days of counseling from a licensed professional by going to betterhelp.com CWC and you Using code CWC. Again, go to betterhelp.com slash CWC and use code CWC to get seven days of counseling from a licensed professional. All right. So I have an interesting quiz. It's not really a quiz per se. It's something that we can answer together. Oh God. What is this? And so this is, are these 11 millennial stereotypes actually true? So we're kind of given like a true or false to these things. <laughs> okay. And I figured we're probably going to have the same answer, so might as well just take it together. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the I first... Was, wait, did you see that millennials are killing the divorce rate? Yeah, which honestly, my theory is that... Um, it's just because none of us are getting married because we're too poor for weddings. Oh. <laughs> uh, is that really what it is? I don't know. I just figured that... Also, isn't it crazy that like... I think it's because there's more LGBTQ yeah. marriages and also... Um, we're just more open-minded in general. I don't know. Yeah, like, isn't it crazy that, like... That we marry we, more for love than societal standards? Yeah, it's almost as if, like, that marriage equality that we've been fighting for for, like, forever was actually because people were in love with each other. And didn't ruin the sanctity of marriage and made it fucking better, you yeah. goddamn boomer. Okay. <laughs> what are your thoughts on marriage? I want it or not for me? <laughs> what do you think? Um... I wish there was like a middle ground where it's yeah. just like, I don't need this right now. Yeah, because it's like, I would say that I want it, but just not right now. Yeah. Where's my not right now button? Yeah. I'll just pick I want it. So 75% of people, I'm assuming millennials, said I want it. Because that's the thing here. Um, this could skew the results if non-millennials took this. Yeah, excuse me. Where is the uh, scientific integrity of this? Christmas classes. <laughs> um, millennials can't afford to buy homes. Could you afford to buy your home? Yes, or LOL no. Um, That's a big hearty LOL no, which 77% of people did. And James Charles, the (laughs) 19-year-old, is shaking in his boots. That house tour. Oh, man. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Black hardware on anything? Ugh. Fuck me right up. Um, Do you like avocados? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Also, I think that's just like, I hate that that's a millennial stereotype when like all of Mexico is like, what the fuck? Like yeah, we've been doing I this know. for eight it's in so California. Stupid. Sixty-six okay. percent of people said yes. Um, I ha- swear to God, if there's like a do you eat gluten-free like uh, thing here, like I'm gonna uh, die. <laughs> how do you usually find your dates? Uh, <laughs> online oh. or in real life? I'm gonna have to say online. <laughs> yeah, just say online, just because. 
29% said online. That's shocking. Are these people? Are people lying? They're lying. They're lying. I don't use dating apps, but like, I'm. Yeah. What I've learned from the cool kids is that they're pretty popular. I don't. I don't believe this. What is more important to you, a successful career or a fulfilling life outside of work? Uh. I, For me, it's honestly a successful career. Okay, I'm going to personally choose a fulfilling life outside of work and make that, like, my mental health is better. So, um, 61% said fulfilling life outside of work, and 39 said career. Yeah. That's um, what I imagined for this. Could you survive a day without your phone? Actually, yes, or TBH, no? Yes. Actually, yes. Yeah, of course. That'd I be could. a fucking blessing. 69% said yes. Um, how I have m- a laptop. <laughs> Shut up. I got Sims. Um, how much do you actually care about followers and likes? A lot or not that much, TBH? Um, okay, so as a person, not that much, TBH. As a business with, like, Etsy, I need those things. Yes. But, yeah. like, okay, we're ignoring my career. Not, not that much, TBH. It used to matter. Now I don't give a fuck, honestly. Yeah. Okay, 86% said not that much. Um, do you live with your parents, yes or no? No, but I also, like, I think that's... Oh, it's 50-50. Like, exactly. I fucking get it. Like, yeah. Uh, have we all seen student debt? Also, we found out recently that Pennsylvania has, like, the highest number of, like, financial debt for students. What? Again, not shocked, considering the minimum wage is still so like, Is it really still 725 Yeah, as far as I know. Jesus. It's still the federal minimum. It's fucked up yeah it's not at all livable and then people drag you and they're like oh my god you guys are so lazy get off your fucking mattress <laughs> and we also have the most like mental health problems um what participate were participation trophies a big part of your childhood yes or no i got them but no i don't think they were like a large part of my childhood i think that like the whole participation trophy like ruining i don't know like was winning like, like, work <laughs> ethic, like i don't know I, that's all from aggressive boomer men i'm yeah, sorry i like, really don't think that's fucking anything because like i was in a bowling league for like seven years and some years like my team that i was with won are like part of the league and i got fucking trophies for that and shit and then other times like i only just got a participation award yeah. and like i still i felt like shit honestly because i was like i only got the participation award like i just didn't care like, like it, it it's not like i don't it, care about winning being, getting that participation award was like oh cool okay well like no participation award can give you the same or regular award in yeah. general can give you the same kind of satisfaction as winning a softball game and then doing the condescending good game Lineup where you yeah. smack everyone's hand, and then yeah. there's that person that like really threw a nice like curveball, and you were kind of pissed about it. Yeah, and you really good game them. Yeah, that was the pettiest I ever felt. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? All you queer softball players out there. You <laughs> um, okay. Do you consider yourself lazy? No, I work hard. Or yeah, I'm pretty lazy. I no. think I'm a combination of both. Yeah, I feel like I, I mean, can be pretty lazy because I like to lounge, and I think yeah. that my like overall like what i would prefer to do on my days would be more lazy but also i I mean now that i have a job i like it do work pretty hard so i don't fucking know i would say no because like you are always like trying to continue doing like work and stuff it's just my schedule's weird um are you a voter yes or no millennials don't vote is the stereotype yes absolutely 74 percent said yes 
Please Which, vote, by, by the way. way, yeah, it was registration day on Tuesday. So, fucking, this is your late notice, too. If you missed it yesterday, fucking, fucking register today. Fucking do it today. before the beginning of October, bitch. Yes. So you can please, vote on the 6th. Please, please. Americans, obviously. do. Um, all y'all in the other countries, though, do it for yeah, your own do, countries. Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm just saying. Be a part of your democracies. All right. So, that was that was the tea. And then oh, shit, the, that was it. At the end, they had, like, a place where you could um, sign up for Turbo Vote, which is cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, really just confirms a lot. And by a lot, I mean nothing at all. <laughs> no. I feel very enlightened of our... Those, like... Um... I hate when people are like, millennials are like 12 or whatever. And I'm like, there are millennials like in their Those like, are Gen Zers. Yeah, I'm just confused. Like, um, those BuzzFeed, like, poll quizzes are always like very hot and cold for me because sometimes i'm like how can you not like pickles like or oh, something yeah. like that because like they'll be like the oh food my god ones the one they always... did on micro cheating the other day i actually lost my mind <laughs> like don't even get me started if i had the energy i can't even get the energy sometimes to get out of bed do you think <laughs> i have the energy to give a fuck who chris falls on instagram okay as me somebody that does not suffer from depression I do not have the energy myself to care about who you follow, like, just, regardless of our our relationship. The, like, ah, there's just so many, uh, go take that poll and you tell me how you feel. Yeah, that one was a lot. I don't, whatever. <laughs> Getting some questions. So, yeah, let's do some Patreon questions from patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel. Uh, first one's from Grandma's girlfriend who said, "Would you rather drink Luke's coffee or eat Suki's 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 cook Suki's food?" Suki. Oh my God! <laughs> you can only pick one. Uh, Luke's coffee. Sorry. Yeah, Luke's coffee. Look, absolutely. I love you, Suki, like, but uh, the coffee is coffee with Rachel. Absolutely, we have to. Uh, next question is from Grandma's Cactus. <laughs> oh my God! This <laughs> grandma has a life. So, who's that? Uh, how was your bi visibility day? It was visible. Mine was fantastic. <laughs> Yo, you're so right. Um, it was good. <laughs> I posted a little sappy moment. Wished the bi's in my life a very happy bi visibility day. Remembered how many bisexual people I'm friends with. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was a good time. Also, I will say, my one complaint is that, and maybe this is petty, but also not. I think it kind of reflects the community a little bit. I wish... That there were more, I know I tweeted this too. I wish that there were more monosexual people that like celebrated it. Like, you know how we all like, com, you know, communi- community wise, we celebrate pride. We're like, oh, hey, happy pride, bitch. And like other things like that. I just feel like I wish I had seen, I saw all the bi queer pan people, you know, killing it that day, obviously. But I wish I had seen like, especially more queer people that are monosexual, like celebrating it too. Like wishing all my bi people happy bi day. Cause it makes us feel like, I don't know, we're seen by these people that sometimes shun us, and it sucks. And, like, I get, like, straight people can do it, too. That would be cool, too. Um, but it, it especially hurts when it's, like, people in your own community. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get I get me? you. I just, I don't know. I, I'm sure that it happened, and I'm sure that it was happening. <laughs> yeah. I just wish I had seen a little bit more of it. Like, I don't know. I just think that would be cool if we saw, like, a lot of our, like, lesbian and gay friends. And, you know, I don't know straight people too like the allies bitch just being like oh happy bye day and it was the cool thing though was that we fucking got our own personal emoji on twitter for a hashtag like which, the little like, thing on the end yeah. yeah which like has never happened before and i don't know like i know that's like 
a That's really, when you know your holidays made it, when you get the Twitter hashtag emoji. Like, like, no offense, but Shonda Rhimes has had that for so long. <laughs> like, and, like, that's fine. That bitch fucking deserves it. <laughs> like, come on. But, like, I don't know. It's just... Yeah. I just... It was just very cool. It was like, wow. We feel very, like, official, <laughs> which was nice. Anyway, yes. Good day. Hope y'all loved your day. <laughs> uh, and then this next question, uh, maybe you can answer this since you're kind of in this situation right now i recently started college again after having to take two years off because of my mental health and i'm so excited about it but also feel very out of my depth because i haven't had to study or anything for two plus years and find it really hard to focus and i'm super overwhelmed i know you guys have been out of school for a while but do you have any tips for just forcing yourself to sit down and get your work done even when you really don't want to and are also dealing with depression and other things at the same time well i've been there um, <laughs> really? When? I didn't have like a big break, but I get you. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be difficult and it's not fun. I think like, first of all, utilizing any kind of um, support system, whether that's seeing a therapist, um, like any kind of like online counseling service situation, having anyone in your life that you can talk to about how you're feeling, like utilizing those supports during this time especially because like i mean you're already there with like not being in denial first of all like acknowledging that like this is gonna be kind of hefty kind of almost takes like the weight a little bit off because you're like okay i'm acknowledging that this is gonna be a challenge but like that to me shows me that you're like willing to fucking get through it you know what i mean like you have like the edge first step is acknowledging it yeah um i would say second thing is to really focus on like and this is something that, like, really applied with the classes when I was, God, like, my senior year. Like, I was was barely making it out of bed. And, like, the thing that kept me going was, like, the classes that I was, like, really fucking invested in, especially for, like, my own personal major. And I know it's hard with, like, classes that, you know, are, like, your gen eds and shit. Like, I get that. It sucks. So, like, I don't know. Just, like, really kind of trying to put almost, like, the stress of it, which is, like, I know it's, like, sounds impossible in the back of your mind and more focus on like the enjoyment you have like being invested in whatever you're learning you know what i mean like almost like diving deep into like the things that you have to read and the things you have to write about or whatever you're doing Uh, i think that's helpful at times i know it's not like completely easy and effortless duh um and then also like literally planning shit that's like enjoyable like whether it's making sure that like okay I should be able to play this video game or do this activity or watch this show or whatever if I do these things, like, kind of giving yourself rewards. Like, I know, like... But it's fucking hard. I wasn't in the same situation, but just, like, for myself, knowing that, like, when there'd be times when I would, like, be, like, studying and be, like, I'm studying, like the entire evening like i have a test tomorrow and like i'm just gonna study like the entire time i have like test in like three days and all i did was like study like i was way less productive than like making sure i also had time in there to do something to relax my mind and do something i enjoyed and i found that like i would do better and stuff anyway like making just making sure that you always have something that you enjoy to relax and like also i know it's also impossible not impossible but i know it feels impossible to eat food when you're really depressed and like make sure you're drinking a lot of water and i know these are like drink water you'll be cured no you won't however but it is like it's helpful yes you know keeping your body try to like yeah do as best you can to keep like some sort of semblance of like a normal meal schedule in your life which is if you're staying away at school usually a little bit easier like my meal patterns now are fucked 
in school. Yeah, you had times when you had to go get food, yeah, otherwise like, you weren't eating. <laughs> when I was away at school, I had the most functional eating schedule of life. I don't know how yeah. I like lived before yeah. and after. I mean, I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> but Do we all know what we're doing? No, we don't. But like I said, like finding your support system and like really utilizing those people to lean on right now is definitely going to be in your favor. Even if that's just like calling someone on the phone and just like bitching cuz like sometimes you just need to fucking do that and like just be like, "Yo, can I just vent to you for a second? List off all the shit that you have to do and then be like, and I'm also feeling like shit." And like sometimes even just doing something like that is just like okay, I acknowledge all the shit that I have to do now. I feel a little bit more, like, comfortable taking some of it on. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard, but, I mean, I made it out. <laughs> and I don't know. You're here. Hopefully that gives you some encouragement. Because <laughs> I didn't think I would, so I don't know. Good luck, though. I'm really sorry that you're dealing with that. Yeah. And if anyone else is also, like, nodding along, like, yes, bitch, me too. <laughs> that one time, <laughs> me too. Um, yeah. I get you, and I wish you all a healthy mind in school year, if yes. you will. All right, and with that, I think we're, you know, about to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe it's fucking 2 a.m. now? A lighthearted end at 2 a.m. We love we love that. Um, yeah. Benches, stay tuned, because we have a fall treat for y'all. And the rest of you guys, hopefully, I will see you. Just me. Chris is actually yeah, not going to be in this next episode. Yeah, I'm already planning on being gone. Yeah. Where I'm going, I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> um, but really? yeah, hopefully we're uh, both on a better sleeping schedule, and I'm feeling less like shit next week. Yes. So until then, we will see you guys later a on Twitter. A very chill clink right now, okay? Not yeah. too late. A 2 a.m. clink beautiful all right benches so for this week it's in honor of fall this is what pumpkin spice flavored random thing you are some of these are like hmm okay some of these are like what the fuck is going on yeah so we found these from like several lists where they're like these things have no reason to be pumpkin spice and some, some of these of, should be pumpkin spice yeah i'm like why the fuck not yeah they put like donuts on here i was like uh sounds fucking delicious yeah that sounds great so starting it off with Courtney, who is a pumpkin spice caramel corn. That sounds like delightful. That Jackie Goldfarb is a Godiva pumpkin spice truffle. Sarah Booth is a Bigelow pumpkin spice hearty p- spice tea. Holy shit. <laughs> M. Corbeil is pumpkin spice Oreos. Angelica Felice is Kashi pumpkin spice flax granola bars, bitch. Madeline Young is pumpkin spice yogurt pretzels. Amy DeFelix is Little Debbie pumpkin spice cake rolls. <laughs> Lindsay Torlina is Lindor pumpkin spice milk chocolate truffles. Joanna Tartaglini is Dairy Queen's pumpkin spice blizzard. That sounds fucking good. That's really good. Lauren Niaz is pumpkin spice easy squeeze jello shot mix. Now that I could live without. That is something. Kim Vandersloos is pumpkin spice kettle corn. Hannah Patel says the Honest Kitchen Instant Pumpkin Spice Latte for Dogs. For dogs, the twist we all needed. That took a turn. <laughs> Gianna Wozniak is Pumpkin Pie Pop-Tarts. Kimberly Proza is Pumpkin Spice Protein Powder. Say that five times fast. <laughs> AJC is a Pumpkin Spice Cheerio. Jake Bauer is Pumpkin Spice Pie Cliff Bars. Teague Phillips is Talenti Pumpkin Pie Gelato. Holy shit, I never want to say pumpkin again. <laughs> <laughs> Lily Rose is Kahlua Pumpkin Spice Rum and Coffee Liqueur. That sounds good. 
Brooke Renee is Blue Diamond Pumpkin Spice Almonds. Savannah Plissier is simply beyond pumpkin spice spray-on spice, a seasoning spray. Imagine spraying that on your enemies. Or in my armpits as deodorant. True. <laughs> That's what Old Spice is, actually. Oh, my God. Chantelle Piot is a Philadelphia pumpkin spice cream cheese. That's honestly a sin. Haley Boucher is Halo Top pumpkin spice ice cream. Renee Medina is Coffee Made Pumpkin Spice Coffee Creamer. Grandma is a Hostess Pumpkin Spice Cupcake. Sophie Aramillo is Jamba Juice Pumpkin Smash Smoothie. <laughs> Chelsea Grundy is Greenies Pumpkin Spice Flavored Dog Treats. What is with these dogs right now? Can I'm... they even know what pumpkin spice is? Uh, Stephanie Lee is a Sparkling Pumpkin Spice Beverage. I don't know if I want my pumpkin spice to be carbonated. No. That one I could live without. Brandy Robbins is Pillsbury Grand's Pumpkin Spice Cinnabon Cinnamon Rolls. Holy shit. Michelle Cox is Milano Pumpkin Spice Cookies. And holy shit, the way those guys crunch in your mouth. <laughs> they're like the fucking... It's a texture it's like a peppermint patty. Else. But Milano, you get me. Huh. Rebecca Mack <laughs> is Pumpkin Spice Moonshine. Joanna Jensen is Craft Jet Puff Pumpkin Spice Marshmallows. Marshmallows. <laughs> Lila. Leslie Wright is Pumpkin Spice Mild Caribbean Style Salsa. Interesting. No. Gwen Stowe is Chobani Pumpkin Spice Blended Greek Yogurt. Kat Schultz is Pumpkin Spice Kombucha. Honestly, I could see that. Jason Gonzalez is Nestle Toll House Pumpkin Spice Cookie Dough. Jess Adams is Pumpkin Spice Jello Pudding. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Dunkin' Donuts Pumpkin Donut. Wow. Lucy is Life Pumpkin Spice Cereal. Sonny Vazbrun is Pepperidge Farm Pumpkin Spice Swirl Bread. The swirl breads are always so good. I love a good bread. Juanita Cara is Pumpkin Spice Kale Chips. That can honestly fuck right off. That <laughs> literally was made to be made into a BuzzFeed article. Yeah, absolutely. We got... Liz Holbrook, who is Lando Lake's Pumpkin Pie Spice Butter Spread. Madison Greer is Pumpkin Spice Peeps. Chloe Ireland's got Werther's Original Pumpkin Spice Soft Caramels. Caitlin Whalen is Cumberland Farms Pumpkin Spice Cappuccino. Vlynn is a Belvita Pumpkin Spice Breakfast Biscuit. Mackenzie Knight is So Delicious Pumpkin Spice Coconut Milk. And Rachel Evans is Einstein Brothers Pumpkin Spice Bagels and Schmear. And Schmear. Schmear me up with some uh. pumpkin. Uh, the other benches are going to They're be... They're pumpkin spice cat litter. Yeah, it's, absolutely. I'm sorry. That's yep. just... That, that was the dumbest that one. That and the tampons, which I'm pretty sure is Photoshop, but the cat litter is actually real. And that's just upsetting. We've got Taryn Parker. Jocelyn Fry. Dobby. Ishbel Mendez. Bree Cram. Ashley Riefenberger. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. So pumpkin spice. Pump me up. <laughs> Put it right up your spumpkin. Yes. Your that's spumpkin. really upsetting. Don't ever do that again. I'm so sorry. All right, y'all... We'll see you next week. Bye.